right, everybody, welcome back to week four of the Boys Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your co-host, Joshua Schaefer, here with Sloan Schaefer. Hello. And hello, Sloan. And another special guest this week, we have the likely champion of year one of the Boys Dynasty Football League, Colin Marsh. Colin Marsh, say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. Uh, let's knock on what I'm on that one, Josh. The, the job is not done yet. Uh, but thank you for having me. It's good to be here. I'm excited to talk with you guys. Well, we're excited to have you, Colin. At the very least, you've locked down the most points for award for the season because I think you're about 200 ahead of the <laughs> next closest team at this point. No, uh, just a little bit under 100. So the gap is mm-hmm. closed because of your bye weeks. But things are getting a little crazy. We'll start the podcast as we always do, looking at the prior week's results. We had quite a doozy. I was worried the playoff race was going to be lame nothing you know nothing exciting heading into the last week but things really mixed up with Tommy's poor performance what did you think Sloan uh I didn't think Tommy was going to fall this far I definitely didn't think he was going to be last with having Brian and Mike in the league and especially with Brian basically already having Waffle House clinched uh at the end of week 11 um so it's just I don't know it's interesting to to see how everything everything really changed, in my opinion. I thought, you asked me three weeks ago, there's no way I make the playoffs, and the fact that I still have an opportunity to do it is bonkers. So I'm happy with how everything uh, went about. I'm a little annoyed that Colin barely edged me out for the top spot this past week because I think one extra point definitely would have helped me for the playoff race. Russell Wilson, man just watching that game, just praying that he throws picks, fumbles the ball. <laughs> and the fact that he got 19 points, I think, is pretty impressive given how poopy he's been lately. So you got lucky, Colin. I'll see you in the playoffs. That, that sounds great. <laughs> Colin, what do you think about this week's results? Um, I mean, obviously the big, the biggest thing was the seven. So Sloan was in eighth going into the weekend now he's fifth and he's four points behind and Tommy's team is floundering uh, he's not even going to have a second quarterback to start this week so Sloan might knock on wood for you but I think he might be able to do it um, which would be just crazy the other thing that I kind of noticed is um, so the playoff rankings are we're pretty locked in now I'm going to be the first seed and then Austin and Ongood are going to play each other and then we're just looking for that fourth team. Well, there, um, to remind you, there is no playing each other in the playoffs. Oh, this is good good information. So it's just it, the yeah. top four? It is okay. all – it is a reset of the points, and it is table format. So you scoring the most points over the regular season doesn't really help you that much. So you better – That's a good point. You better figure it out over the next four weeks. Yeah. I've been I'm, slipping I'm a bit, then. dude. Yeah. The, the he one won this so, week. He yeah. did. You did I win did, this week, but I if you look at the previous week. four or five weeks before that, you know you weren't you weren't your usual self. This is true. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think the biggest thing that's happening right now with everybody's team, and you saw it last week, is that the injury bug is out. Um, mm. Especially with your team, so we can get into yeah. that later. Um, but if if we can all stay healthy, I think it's where going to have an exciting playoff with with the four teams that will be there. 
Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting to see this week go down. Nice to see your team return to form, Colin. I think your, you. most of your bye weeks are gone. We know you have the best team, you know, at least at this point. I think you do have a reason to complain, though, with the uh, with the you know ones. There's being no advantage for the one seed heading into the playoffs. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how that turns out because just resetting. I don't, you know, you're 20 points ahead of second place, and there's really no advantage. So. Maybe heading into the offseason, I've said it before, might be something we need to change. But looking back at this week, I can't help but also call out my predicament of missing out on, you know, fourth place or fifth place by two points. That hurt. Because I think I, if I would have gotten two more points, I think I would have had a better chance at making the playoffs than Sloanwood just because of how decimated Sloan's team is with injury at this point with Cook, Kamara. And I think what... Devontae Adams is on by this week. Yeah, not a good week. Josh, you scored 132.36. Matt scored 133.14. And Mike scored 133.22. That's incredible. Yeah, honestly, this week put a bit of a wrench in my plans for the last week of the season. What I was really hoping for was that Tommy's team wouldn't shit the bed and that I would have been clenched to not go to Waffle House, but totally out of the playoff picture because I just wanted to absolutely tank the last week of the season to get as good of a draft pick as I possibly could. But now that Tommy's team did so poorly, I'm in this really weird place where like, I would need to have my best performance of the season since week three, and then everybody else's team would need to crash down. It's a little weird. So I I feel like I would be disappointed in myself if I didn't try and push for the playoffs, considering I traded for Zeke at the end of the season. But I don't know. I don't know. It was a it was a good week. I'm glad it happened. You know, I like seeing Tommy's team go down so that at least going into this last week, I loved Matt's analysis of like there being, you know, six teams right now that truly have a shot at this last playoff spot if Tommy's team sucks, which is a real possibility. I think it's very likely that his team sucks. I mean, you need to look at his lineup as of right now, and this is before waivers when we record this, but not a lot he can do with waivers to make his team better this week. Yeah, I think the only two QBs that will be out there for him will be Mike Glennon. I, I think there's some news that uh, that Daniel Jones might not play, and then also it's looking like there's a potential that Jalen Hurts might not play this week. And playing Gardner Minshew, I don't think would be that bad of a, a backup QB to stream. But Andy Dalton and Gardner Minshew, no Nick Chubb. Yeah. You know, things could go really bad. Well, any other thoughts from either of you on this week's results? I think it was fun for the overall league. You know, I'm glad there's competition for the last spot. It would have nice to have there been some competition for last place as well. Uh, I feel bad for Brian that it's already locked up. His team looked like it was going to have a, a strong showing on Monday night. And then, you know, Heineke and, D, and DK Metcalf did absolutely nothing. But at least there'll be something exciting going into the last week. Colin, what have your thoughts been on the overall table format this season? How are you feeling about it? This is it's beautiful. It's, it's so great. I, I really – I was thinking about it before we got on here – I like that it's the table format over just total points as well. 
because you do have something each week to kind of like look forward to. Like you're mentioning with Sloan or with uh, yourself losing by less than a point for two spots. Like if you would have scored one more point, you would have been up two spots. And that is truly crucial, um, you know, as we go down. And that is exciting. So I love the format. I think it's awesome. Um, and I, I mean, it's definitely better than a normal wins loss situation with, you know, there's some aspect of the total points that matters, but I think this is ideal. I'm going to be happy. With it. If you look at the head to head standings on the app, Josh, you're in fourth. Yeah, I'm actually, how do you feel about that? You know, I was looking at this this week too, and I'm, and I'm feel pretty confident that I would be making the playoffs if we were doing the traditional, my team is better than yours this week, likely Sloan. It's just about how much better is it, assuming that Kyler Murray plays. Um, but I honestly, you know, one of the things I love as a commissioner is I'm all about fairness. Like, I just want things to be as fair as they possibly can. And I think this is much, a much better representation of that. Because the only reason I would be in the playoffs at this point is because I have really low points against, um, you know, Dylan, Tommy, you have 1,755 points against. I have 1,534. So that's kind of the stupid randomness of the traditional head-to-head format. So I'm kind of glad that we're do- – I love the table format. I think every week I am so into it. Every touchdown, I hate watching somebody else score. You know, I love it when that random tight end gets a touchdown. Uh, that is the best. And you're like, okay, I don't have to worry about this team because this – two touchdown a season guy caught it this week. I think it's super entertaining, you know, and I, I understand that I'm not, that I'm probably going to miss the playoffs, but I would have made it in head to head. I think head to head is pretty stupid anyway. So I prefer the yeah. table by far. I wanted to bring up the head to head standings just to reemphasize the point that table format is superior. It does have its downfall. Colin, you're experiencing that being the one, you know, the top overall score uh, throughout the regular season and you're not getting any benefit in the playoffs. But that's, I mean, that it's just, it's the way it is. And I think it's much better than getting screwed by just your matchups and, you know, random, even more randomness than there would be uh, affecting your team than if you were in uh, a regular head-to-head. So I'm happy we're doing it. And I just, I love it. I love the, I don't know whose idea it was, probably yours, Josh, to do this, but it it worked out really well. Yeah. I mean, even just seeing Mike's team last week, which we thought, I was thought there was a very real chance Mike would have the lowest point total of the season last week. But seeing that 130, like it really matters for Mike's playoff hopes and everything. It's, it's so much fun. I feel like every fantasy football uh, league should switch over to this, although it does require a decent amount of maintenance. So thank you, Mike, for putting the Excel spreadsheet together. It is really fun to, I think we have a lot of commitment from a lot of different people in this league, which I think is hopefully what's going to keep it around for many years to come. Yeah. And, and who knows the boys dynasty fantasy football league might release their own fantasy football app that does all of this automatically. <laughs> so we don't have to use this crappy sleeper app that, doesn't give us the ability so we'll uh we'll get some coders on it why is this not a default scoring option there must be some reason people don't like it but i think it is the it's better than the weekly game against the league median because i think that's just kind of like 
stale. You know, you're not competing uh-huh. with anybody. This really, the weekly competition part of it, you're competing with different people every single week. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I completely agree. Colin, have you uh, just, have you not cared much? I, I feel like you just hit yeah. the ground running this season. And were you ever below first? What, what was your week one result? Oh, I, I, I was first after week one and, and have not looked back. That is, <laughs> this season has been so stressful for people like me, Mike and Brian. And then you're just sitting there not having to do anything. It's crazy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I think it's when I, when I drafted this team, I mean, I think we all knew that I was in win now mode and I've only made one transaction thus far um, this year. And that was to get a little bit more depth at the tight end position. So I'm, I'm here for yeah. it. I, I shot my shot and it's looking good thus far. I mean, obviously. Yeah, we thought you had a good team at the beginning of the year, but Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel being as crazy as they have has been the true. That's the reason you're by far and away first place. I think the performance of those two guys. Yeah, but before we dig in deeper into your team, Colin, let's look yep. at the immediate future. Let's look at this week, and we've already touched on it a lot with playoff implications since this is the last week of the regular season. Who's who, who do we think is going to be the top team? Who do we think is going to be the bottom team? Am I going to make the playoffs? Probably. Is Tommy going to miss the playoffs? Almost certainly. So let's just get deeper into that and just sort it out. Colin, I think you're probably going to be the number one team again. Josh, what do you think? You know, I, I think, Sloan, you're a little bit too overconfident in what your team is going to be able to put out this week. I think – there's a chance that your team is about just as bad as Tommy's is this week, yeah. just in general. You're only projected for 125 right now. I mean, you're you haven't not, filled out your team yet, so you're still correct. missing some. So that's but I think, not good representation of how my team's going to score. It will be the projection will be much higher after waivers tonight. I remember many weeks ago you saying that if a team is starting two tight ends. Not right. <laughs> you know, I thought about that when I put Gasicki in, in one of my flexes. I was like, dang, am I to that point? But hey, it was Colin that was doing it when I mentioned it. And he's, you know, you did well, Colin. So let's see if it works out. Yeah. Well, what are, who are you gonna who are you gonna start in the uh, second running back spot this week? Have you decided? Uh I'm still do, I'm debating between I, I want to see what happens with Ramondre this week. Um I don't I, you look at Jonathan Taylor put up five touchdowns against Buffalo, right? It was that week we played Buffalo. Is that right, Josh? Yeah. Yes. That's correct. So I'm liking him. Uh, and then my other option is Kenyon Drake, which I don't really want to do. Um, so I don't know. And then maybe we'll see if, if any injuries happen throughout the rest of this week that I can pick up a backup or, or do something. But I, I don't know at this point. I'm, that's why the spot's empty. I'm, I don't want to commit myself to one player right now because it is do or die for me. So I don't know. I, I like Taysom Hill in my quarterback spot. He's going to – him and Kirk are going to go off. Fournette's going to have another big game. I still have Tyreek playing. Gronk is an animal. Ayuk with Debo being out. Josh, this is why you tried to trade for Ayuk earlier in the season and you didn't get him because I knew an opportunity like this would present itself. Now he's going to put up 30 points this upcoming week against Seattle. And I'm going to make the playoffs. I'm feeling it. 
Yeah, I'm sure you're really wishing you had James Robinson right now, though, back <laughs> instead of uh, worrying about whether or not you're going to start Kenyon Drake or Ramondre Stevenson. Brandon Cooks has been a valuable <laughs> asset to me. He does what he needs to do when I need him to do it. It was worth it. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're still feeling confident about that decision. But I don't know, Sloan. I don't, I don't think you're – you're going to be the last team in. I'm just, I, I really, I don't, I could see it being, I think I possibly have a better chance than you if Kyler Murray plays. I haven't had a fully healthy team in over a month because Kyler's been out. I yeah, really welcome think to the that, club, dude. Look at my roster. Are you kidding me? Everybody's got injuries, Josh. Yeah, I mean, I've had I have four players on IR, I think, at all times this season that I've had to have on my bench. So it's not a, yeah. a problem that is new to me. But I, I think your team, I just don't see how you finish in the top three this week, which I, is really what you need to do. I think I'll finish top four and Tommy will finish bottom three and I'll make the playoffs. I, it, who do it, you think you're beating this week? Who are you beating this who week? Who do I think I'm beating? Well, it's who are your top who are the four people you're, or three people you're beating? No, uh, just, well, I'm going to beat Tommy. I'm going to be Brian. I'm going to be Mike. There's three. I'm going to be, and I'm pretty sure about those. And then I think I'm going to be Dylan, you. I think I'm, I think I'm going to beat everybody except for Colin and on good. I, I don't, I, I think Brian's team this week is actually going to have a better week than we all think. Yeah. Um, so I would, I like the confidence loan, but. I, I just think some of his players are overprojected. I can't um, believe you think you're going to be Matt, too. I mean, Matt's team is looking very strong this week. We look at these projections, but then every week we know that the projections are not that accurate. So, so, so these projections who on Matt's don't mean much. Is overprojected. Who, who on Matt's team is not projected appropriately? I think Lamar. I think Lamar's over. I mean, for sure. That's high. But I don't think I, I, if Cordero, as Matt just posted, is going to be playing safety this week. I mean, let's let's say he does that, right? Who 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 says you know? Who says the Cordero is going to be playing offense this week? If he might be playing defense. I feel like twelve point eight points is actually pretty low for him compared to where I, he's been most of the I don't season. Think so. And you could go I, for 30. against Tampa Bay boys. I think the other player on his team who might be overprojected is Van Jefferson. I think that 10.46 is a little high for him. I think he's only getting that if he gets a touchdown this week. So Logan Thomas at eight, also that might be, that's pretty touchdown dependent as well. So I, I think that's where maybe you're seeing it, but I think overall his projections seem pretty pretty reasonable to me i think you'll have a tough i think i think these teams you're saying you're for sure ahead of it will likely be a lot closer than what you think it will in my opinion what do you think colin yeah no no i agree i think i think matt has a good week i like brian's team a little bit better than maybe the average the other teams are competing at, i mean dasha like you said this week your team is looking is looking nice i mean I love Darnell Mooney. Yes, I think Mooney train. Oh, he's so great. And if AB plays and Kyler plays, I think you – I mean, you could be in the top couple. Um, yeah, Mike's team is not too great. 
I think Sloane, you could do it, but I think the only way that you could do it is if Tommy is the 10th spot, which is possible. I think Tommy, I, I think it's more likely for Tommy to be last than it is for me to be top four. I, I do, I'll admit that, but I think, I think there's a good chance of me getting top four. And I don't, I don't know. I didn't study the, I, I might need clarification on this. In Matt's power rankings, when he was listing the, when he had the lists for each team, how they could make the playoffs, like A, B, C, D, whatever, do all of those need to be true? Is that how it's understood for that person, that team to make the playoffs? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that is the case. Okay. So all of these situations need to unfold. Right. Yeah. So you have the highest playoff odds, I, I think. I'm I'm surprised Matt put you above me and Tommy. I don't I don't know what he's seeing in your team this week, but I, I'd love personally, son, I'd love to see you make the playoffs. As the owner of Tommy's first round pick next year, I would be very ecstatic if that was no longer in the playoff picture because you never know what happens come playoff time. It's a totally new game. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to win the playoffs if I make it, but I just want some guaranteed money. Josh, I want to ask you about your decision this week, um, to tank or not to tank. Mm. <laughs> what do you what do you think? Because I, I totally see both. I mean, you could easily be the second the second pick in this upcoming draft or, you know, shoot your shot for a playoff chance. What, what are you thinking about that? To be honest, Colin, I was looking at what time all of my players played so that I could see <laughs> if I could make the decision like midday on Sunday to start pulling people out of the starting lineup. Um, unfortunately, I have literally the worst uh, play times I think I've had all season long. I have two people playing on Thursday night, CD and Zeke, and then Basically, most of my – I only have two people that will be playing after the morning game on Sunday. So that kind of sucks. I don't think it will be early enough for me to know whether or not I need to pull the plug. But, yeah, I, I don't – I don't – I want to I tank. Like, I want to do it so badly. But I think I would be so disappointed. I think I have a good enough team, if healthy, to actually compete in the playoffs mm -hmm. uh, this year. So that is why I think I need to compete this week because if I get in the playoffs, I think I could be as good as any of the teams in there. And now that I'm pretty much at full strength right now, because I think that's been the only reason I've missed the playoffs is because when you're starting Teddy Bridgewater instead of Kyler Murray, that is such a huge drop off. You know, that's 10 points a week, I think at a minimum. So that makes it a lot harder to actually be in the picture. Yeah. You would definitely compete much more in the playoffs than I would, which would make me feel bad because it's sort of a wasted opportunity. Uh, it's sort of, it'd be a three-team race at that point. Um, but I want my money. So you're really going to have to do something this week to get in. Yeah, I think I'm going to try, though, Colin. I, I want to go for it. You know, it's the, the fifth pick versus the potentially second pick. I don't feel like this draft has – Super, I've been doing a lot of draft scouting this week, actually, because I've been really thinking, do I want the second pick? Do I feel like it is a lock? And I don't feel super strongly that the difference between the second and the fifth pick is that big. 
because I don't think I have huge running back needs. I don't have, I don't think I have any huge needs on my team. So just being able to get the highest quality player at a certain position, I think is probably what I'll go for. And I think at the fifth pick that could be Garrett Wilson or uh, maybe Traylon Burks or something like that. So I'm really into draft stuff this week. That's been my, I've read probably like 20 articles because I'm so uh, into thinking about whether or not I should tank or go for it. So I'm going for it. I want to make the playoffs. I can win. Well, great. Any other thoughts this week, guys, on uh, playoff upcoming hopes? I know we we haven't we've touched on it a little. Tommy's team with only having one quarterback. I I, I think we're maybe underselling it a little bit. I don't. Do we really think he's almost a lock for last place this week? I don't. I don't know if it's that bad. He'll definitely get another quarterback between Glennon or Minshew. I think it's those are not quarterbacks one you want, them. man. <laughs> as somebody who started pj walker this week i can tell you there are a couple weeks ago they're both better than he is yeah i don't know i just think his team has really been underperforming lately and with just the injury situation and buys he's not getting any help like if his you look, lineup I, looks good to me though. well i look, like if you look yeah. at that it looks like good players i love if you look at his lineup right now and i know he's changed it since last week ended because he has Justin Fields as his QB one and Andy Dalton as as his QB (laughs) two, which are both on Chicago and both of them are not going to play. So I don't know if he's not expecting to get another quarterback and he's just going to leave them both in there in case Fields doesn't play. Um, But I just, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the injury situation is with Jalen Hurts. Um, so I, it, this is tough, and, and this is something I wanted to bring up, just how difficult a two-quarterback league is when there's 10 teams and also when it's a dynasty league because there aren't QBs on waivers that you can pick up. The young QBs that aren't good are going to be rostered for future years. So then you're in a tricky situation where you really have no other options, and especially after the trade deadline has passed. So I think Tommy's really going to struggle this week. Yeah, you're looking at some of his matchups. Um, I mean, James Conner is touchdown dependent. We know that. And they're mm-hmm. playing a good Bears defense. Same with Jay Rob, James Robinson. They're playing the Rams, who, you know, they could get in a, a situation where they have to throw the ball a lot. Last week, Kittle underperformed. Jamar Case has become human a little bit. Um, there's a chance for a bust. Um, I don't think he – does he have any boom guys? I don't really think he has any boom. I mean, guys. Mike Evans could be a boom. I mean, James. Connors He's been one, yeah. Twice. Yeah. Lockett. Chase is the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that I, this. Uh, you know, we've had weeks in the past. I think there was that week where Tommy started James Robinson, and I think we all thought when he was out with injury, and I think we all thought his team would suck. I think he's had weird weeks like this. Well, I think he has a lot of potential boom players. I don't think there's any guy on here who realistically would be like, okay, they're going to max out at 10 points. Um, I think all of them have the potential. I mean, that's like Tyler Lockett's game is to be, you know, either 10 catches or, you know, three catches on two target or two catches on three targets. So I think there's, I think it's either going to go really well or it's going to go really badly. I don't see a lot of middle ground for Tommy's team this week. If you look at his roster on the app, he only has three players that 
are matched up against green colored teams. <laughs> Some deep that. analysis here. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I that's how I make big decisions. Is how green is the uh, the matchup. Red, no, no, no. Orange, maybe. <laughs> green, yeah, let's do it. That's good managerial uh, awareness there. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they're not, you know, they're not, they're not great matchups compared to what they could be. He needs another quarterback. But then I think I still like his team more than yours, Sloan. I think there's more outside of Tyreek. I think just down the line, there's more opportunity for big players. It'll be interesting. Maybe on Tommy's team. Yeah. I I mean, three boom guys on my, maybe four. Fournette, Tyreek, four boom guys. I got three at least. Ayuk, who knows? Ayuk is a boom guy. Yeah, Ayuk is a boom guy. Then Tommy's team has like six boom guys, Sloan. Mm-hmm. If you're if, if these are your boom guys, I don't know. Yeah, but my boom guys. Boom are guy definition. <laughs> Fournette put up forty last week, man. Ty, didn't Ty, How much did Tyreek put up earlier in the season? 42. 31 first week always, of the season. Jeez. I'm always seeing three greens on your screen as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have two spots empty, so. Anyway, You're going to be filled by some greens. But, but better watch out, Colin. Not a lot of reds. There's a lot of oranges, which is midway. So, okay. who knows? Seems like you should be starting Jared Goff over Kirk Cousins this week then, son. He's got a green. Jared Goff is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I don't care how <laughs> this. He's so bad. Okay. Uh, yeah, I understand that, but oh well. I'm I'm excited. I I hope I personally hope Call it, uh, Tommy's team doesn't do well, just because I think it would be more fun if in the if in the Monday night game we're like really eyeing it to see who's going to make the playoffs. I think that'll be a joy for everybody who, to watch. Who is Monday night this week? Monday night this week. I'm looking it up. Colin, do you know? I will say Thursday night is Dallas against New Orleans. Which Tommy has exactly. his kicker and defense, so I think that'll be that'll be a big game to watch for playoff. Monday night is Patriots Bills. Okay, but Sunday night is the uh, Broncos versus the the Chiefs. So that will be, I think, the Sunday night game will be really big. I'll have Clyde, and you'll have Tyreek. I think there'll be some really big games on uh, that Sunday night. We'll have a lot of playoff implications for the league. So that'll be a fun one. Yeah, we will know about uh, Tommy's team by those games because he doesn't have anybody playing Sunday or Monday night. So we'll know. Yeah. Oh, we'll know. I mean, we'll know for him. I like that. But for the other teams, like I have – right now I have my kicker Monday night and then, yeah, Tyreek Sunday night. So, yeah, it'll be fun. I like that we'll know what Tommy's team does by the Sunday night games. That'll make it super intense. I'm going to be driving back from Ann Arbor Sunday, which is like a four-hour drive, and I imagine I'm going to be missing some part of the game. So, oh, boy, when I step foot back in uh, central Indiana, I'm going to be checking that phone and just (laughs) excited to see that I made the playoffs. Wow. Okay, well, great. I think we've covered the playoff picture. I feel good about it. I'm excited for this week. Colin, this is the reason you're on the podcast. We've talked about it a little bit with you being win now, but I'd love to hear some more thoughts. Overall, I'll give you the floor. How are you feeling about your team in general for this season, future seasons? What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, 
So I feel great about my quarterback situation. I feel like I have three guys that are at least a B, B plus or better. Um, and Derek Carr, Herbert, and Russ. Russ is making me a little bit nervous lately, but but at least Derek Carr. I think I'm actually going to start Derek Carr this week. Um, and I think he's a trusty guy kind of going forward into the future. Um, wow. My running back situation is like a question mark at best um, with Cam Akers. I heard that he could possibly actually come back later this year, which would be problematic. Um, yeah. He's going to – Daryl Henderson is going to be irrelevant. Um, I love Miles Sanders, but they uh, have a touchdown hog in Philly around mm-hmm. the goal line that is not him. So He I mean, has zero touchdowns like, this season. I just want to point yeah. that out. Thank you for that. That's great. Wow. Uh, Zero. <laughs> he, he averages like six yards a carry, but they will not give him the ball around the goal line. They don't use him in the passing game. So, I'm still – yeah, not feeling great about him. I've been impressed with Jamal Williams, Kareem Hunt when healthy. Um, Naeem Hines is – just signed that new contract. And you guys gave me a lot of crap for uh, – for talking to Frank the Jets. and yeah. having him play Naeem more, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, that makes right. a lot more yeah, sense but, now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have a little bit of depth there. I think Kareem Hunt is undervalued in most leagues um, and is a great starting RB2. Um, yes. So we'll see about that. Uh, those guys are older, so I don't feel great about them. Um, so I, wide yeah. out. Yeah, go ahead. And no, no, no. You, you finish your, your thought, and then I'll, I'll chime in. Um, so wideouts, I'm ancient, ancient wideouts. Uh, D-Hop <laughs> is 29. Thielen is about to turn over in his grave. And Cooper Cup is 28. Um, I also have – I mean, Debo, I'm, I'm thrilled about Debo. I love Debo. I would yeah. just name my first child after Debo. Uh, <laughs> he's, so he's, he's the one – guy who isn't about to retire um so with, with, between those four guys i mean the quality is there uh, it's just can you know how long into the future are they gonna be relevant uh, and same with my tight end position waller's 29 travis is 31 i mean both high quality guys but you know again how long are they gonna sustain themselves and the best player on my team is daniel carlson uh, so very happy about the way he's been playing. But yeah, uh, I think, I mean, this is my window. In one or two years, I'm gonna have to totally revamp. So I need it to be this year, which is kind of what I've been saying the whole time. I like that you have three tight ends who are all 27 or older. Yes. Oh no, four, four tight ends that are 27 or older. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, I don't think I'm you hoping... believe that Evan Ingram and OJ Howard are the future of your team, Colin. I'm willing to <laughs> yeah, wager that. I, I think you're probably probably spot on there. Are you the only team to retire? Go ahead. No, 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 no. What are you saying about my fourth tight end? Uh, are you the only <laughs> team with four tight ends? Does Mike have four tight ends? Mike has four tight ends. No offense, Dan Arnold, Friar Myth, and uh, Crazy Smith. Well, I, I think your team, yeah, definitely win now. I want to talk about weeks 14, 15, 16, and 17. Yeah. 
I want week 13 does not matter for you one bit. Um, if you want to tank so I can get more points this week, that would be great. I'll give you an RB cheddar sandwich. Yeah. No, okay, okay. son, you don't want Colin to tank because you need Tommy to finish lower. You need him to like middle. <laughs> Colin can tank as hard as he can. And Tommy's going to finish last. I'm telling you. Uh, but week 14, 15, 16, tell me about your team. Tell you about my team. I, are we even able to look at it? Because I'm not able to view teams for week, weeks 14 through 17. Yeah. Well, well so like I mentioned with Daryl Henderson, I'm a little bit worried if Cam Akers is going gonna, is gonna to come back. Um, and also he's, he's banged up. Um, Miles Sanders has a great matchup this week, but it doesn't really matter for me um, against the Jets. So – my wideouts that – so D-Hop and Kyler are both getting healthy, which I'm very thrilled about because I need D-Hop to be relevant in the, in the next four weeks. Um, and Thielen, I, I, I'm, I'm could be happier with the consistency of my wideouts. When I – whoever I throw out there, I can trust that they're going to put up a certain number um, of points. And bringing back Green Punt is going to be very beneficial for my team. But I think if I can get out of those two running back spots, if I can get 20 points a week for the next four weeks out of those two running back spots, I like my chances. Week 14, I believe, is the last week of buys. Do you have any players on buys? The Colts, Colts, Dolphins, Pats, and Eagles. Colts, Dolphins, Pats, Eagles. I mean, just Miles Sanders. Okay. Which – which is fine because Kareem Hunt will come back into the lineup. So I'll start right. Daryl and Kareem Hunt. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking pretty good. Um, and so the one thing that I'm going to do with my quarterbacks is I'm, I, I think they're all of relatively equal value. So I'm going to kind of go matchup-based. Um, Whoa. He's going How green. far has Russ fallen? Russ is – In my the fact eyes, that he's pretty, not a guarantee – Guaranteed starter anymore. It's pretty crazy. Well, when you mess up your throwing finger, that's pretty pretty hard to throw the ball, dude. That's yeah. wild to me. I think it's the right play though, Colin, because Carr has looked pretty good in, in yeah. his starts. But I know. Um, and I'm really hoping Waller Waller gets back to what he can do. So at least I can have a little bit of depth. I mean, I'm starting Jamal Williams and Miles Sanders this week, and I don't. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I think. I think I think I got a good chance to, to do the whole thing and, and win it all. So really the only downside is, is Akers coming back. That is kind of the – but I can't imagine that he's relevant. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that would be the biggest issue because Daryl Henderson has been my – the one running back this year that has been ride or die. Right. Um, and has always been off. I've started Naeem Himes a little bit, as you guys know. Uh, I'm believing in Miles Sanders' talent as a running back, which is why he's still in my starting lineup. Uh, That's a bad idea, Colin. I think it's probably a bad idea. I mean, who else do you Jamal, start though? Yeah, Jamal Williams. I mean, he's. I think you start Jamal. Yeah, with, yeah. With relevant. Um, Jamal Williams is still 10 to 15. But he's so touchdown dependent, it hurts. It does. Um, Colin, I'd love to know how you're feeling about 
Darren Waller for the playoff run. I mean, this is your one big trade that you made this year. Gave up basically all of your future draft capital. Right. And he's looked very shaky. Definitely not the ultimate tight end one we thought he would be when you traded for him. Do you feel confident, you know, when we're through the bye weeks, do you think he'll be in your playoff lineup this year? Um, I do not. So I'm going to tell you why I traded for Darren Waller in the first place. Um, this is kind of funny. And then nobody knows this. I, t- I traded for Darren Waller solely for the fact that I didn't want anybody else to have him. Uh, that is big time. I in, To win in these leagues, what I have noticed as a trend is that you have to have good to great tight end play, not playing Noah Fant, not playing uh, Dallas Goddard, not playing Logan Thomas, um, but you need like a tight end that's going to function as a wide receiver one. And that is why I gave up so much for Darren Waller. Um, so no, he will not start for me in the playoffs, assuming everybody's healthy. Now, if I do have an injury, then I will plug him in. But that is why I have Darren Waller. You'd plug him in at flex, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you, re- do you regret, like, do you think you'll try and move one of your tight ends in the off season? Is that kind of your plan to, are you wanting to draft in the 2022 draft or do you prefer, I mean, you have, these are two really old tight ends. These are two really old tight ends. I, I am hoping that um, if Travis, I'm hoping I get another two or three years out of either of them. I think they're both still playing at high level, despite Waller not getting the production that he's accustomed to. Um, so I think if I can, yeah, you bring up a good point. Is it time to sell Travis Kelsey? But if I sold to either of you two, you would understand, you know, this is a 32 year old gentleman uh, to who tell doesn't have much coming, coming forward to him. So to be honest with you, I'm okay with hanging on to him. I, I look back, at uh, a Tony Gonzalez who played until he was 35 and was still playing at a high level, um, even though he was, I mean, under a different regime in Kansas City. I, I think that Travis has two years left in him uh, of playing high quality football. And that'll be enough. I'll figure out the tight end situation when the time comes. I like that. You can't look out too far into the future because there are so many uncertainties even with like guys who are trading for 2023 draft picks right now, it's good if you think it's going to be a, a, a better draft than 2022. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of risk and a lot of uncertainty with banking on the future. Absolutely. And to be honest, my pick is going to be late in the first round. And that, that is why I felt comfortable kind of giving up those picks for a guy who I think, I mean, he's 29. I, I actually see him and Travis kind of going out at the same time. I think that Waller will not last longer than two years as well. Um, but I know the quality of a player that he is, and I wanted him up. And I didn't want anybody else to have him. I think that's a good thought. Yeah, I mean, there's some bad tight ends that will be in the, the playoff picture, if, assuming Tommy's team makes it. I mean, he has Kittle, which is pretty good. But assuming Sun's team makes it, Gronk, I mean, old, injury-prone, Goddard, like you said. 
Austin's tight end is Dawson Knox, so I feel like he's a pretty touchdown dependent tight end as well. I so point out I have Gasicki as well. Oh wow. So, wow. Okay, game changer. Uh, All right. Yeah, the Gasicki experience play. has been good to me this season. <laughs> It's Not been the okay. last five weeks, yeah. It's been okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's come back to earth a little bit, but I like the analysis on your team, Colin. I'm 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 hopeful for your playoff points. Personally, I'm just a little disappointed that you won't be rewarded for your season long dominance come playoff time. But I think the reward will come in the fact that Jonathan Taylor will be on by the first week of the playoffs, and you know that. I think Ongood is probably your biggest competition with his running back room that he has. I think those are the, the biggest thing. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think you have a great team. And I think the best part is if you don't win this year, I still think you can move off quite a bit of your age, probably not for what you paid for it originally, but that you could get some picks and young assets if you actually wanted to lengthen the timeline of your team's opportunity to win. Yeah, no, I uh, was looking at Angad's team this morning, and I was like, man, he and I should have traded each other. He needs a little bit of wideout help, and I need some running back help. But, yeah, thank you. No, I, I'm very happy with the way that the league has been ran, and I am totally okay with the playoff format, um, despite my dominance. So thank you for your sentiment. <laughs> but, um, no, no, it's, it's going to be exciting to have four teams kind of going at it. As opposed to matchups in the playoffs. Yeah, I can't. Awesome. Wait. Well, I would be really bitter, so I'm glad that you're not. Um, <laughs> I probably message the group and be like, "Guys, we need to change this rule heading into the playoffs." So it's probably for every for the betterment of everyone that I'm not in the playoffs this year, just yeah. for that reason. You wouldn't even say anything. You would just post a poll saying, "Should we change this?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm learning to be a commissioner. It takes time, son. That's why you got kicked out because you couldn't learn. I voluntarily resigned. So I'd just like to point that out. Yeah. All right. Any other questions for for Colin on his team, Sloan? Colin's team, I think I think you're I think you're gonna win. I really do. I think your team is gonna be healthy enough to outpace everybody else uh, with points over the next four weeks. So yeah, I think you're gonna do it. Well, thank you. I'm looking forward I, to I it. I hope you're right. I'm very much looking forward to it. It's going to be an awesome. Now, I have one last thought. One last thought for you guys. Do you like going into week 17? I know we have 18 weeks in the NFL this year, but do you feel comfortable about, you know, going up until week 17 with everything that's kind of going on? I think we have no other choice. Okay. Because I think a 13-week regular season is – still already kind of short, especially in table format. Josh, what do you think? I think ideally I would have liked to go into week 18 this season, honestly. I mean, I don't, I don't like that. There's going to be a bye week the first week of the playoffs. That is super weird. It doesn't make sense. If you're a playoff team, it's annoying because then, you know, every week is very important, right? So, for Austin's next best player, he'll maybe get 15 less points than Jonathan Taylor. So I think it's, uh, it kind of sucks if you're fortunately, you know, I'm not allowed the playoffs teams have players on bye week. I think Jonathan Taylor is the only real one, but I don't know. Hopefully they don't, they give us four solid week next year of 
no bye weeks, but also no last week of the season. But I do think that going into week 18 this year, because of the larger quantity of games and the NFL looks pretty tight, I don't think there would be people sitting players most likely this week. Is that something yeah. you have written down in your uh, notepad? For It's not, games? because I really okay. don't want to change the rule to go into week 18. I think that that is not fun. I think that's almost worse than bye weeks because it's unpredictable heading right. into the last week. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, like you have teams picking up random backup players in week 18 in hopes that they'll <laughs> actually be the starters, which would be yeah. really stupid. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Colin? Do you like it going into week 17? Would you rather have I, – I mean, the thing is we could even do – because we're doing just one giant matchup, we could do a three-week playoff table format. I mean, and that would be – if we didn't want to mess with bye weeks or the final week, which is another option. Cause I don't think we care as much about having, is there a big difference between three versus four weeks? I don't know. I think you just nailed it on the head. I think it needs to go 14 weeks with the, with the bye weeks and then not playing that last week with a shorter playoff. I think that's probably the best option. I like that. Yeah. Cause four, yeah. The awesome thing with Jonathan Taylor, that is, that is brutal. Can you imagine if you're, you had Wentz and uh, JT on the same team, and those were your quarterbacks. Well, yeah, that would be bad, but also you're getting the help throughout the regular season to make, in, make it into the playoffs and get the guarantee. That's, that's a good point. So that's there a is a point. benefit to it. That's a good point. So, But I would be not very thrilled if I dominated and then had three guys on by week 14. Right. And then... I think that's something we talked about in the offseason, Josh. Yeah, I just wrote it down in the notes, so I like the thought. I think this is good, valuable insight. Um, another thing that we need to talk about in the offseason sooner rather than later is our – and you posted about it in the group, and you put our RSS subscription. $99 a year if we purchase it on an annual plan. comes out to, what, $9.90 a uh, manager in the league. Just something to think about. Uh I know you guys, I know our listeners love the podcast. So I keep seeing those ratings go up and up. And I want to, we want to continue to bring this joy to, to your ears every week. Mike said we could do YouTube. So instead of paying $10, he just wants to make the content worse. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Or we maybe we could have the, the loser pay the, uh, <laughs> Waffle House hundred dollar loser cost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something to think about awesome well great i think we'll, we'll we'll talk about it i think it's coming out of league news we'll raise them a little next year to cover it but i'm i love the podcast it's been great to have you on colin appreciate you sharing your thoughts on the team excited to see what happens comes playoffs excited to see what happens this week so I think it'll be a good week for the overall boys league. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Yep. Thanks for coming on. Thanks Sloan. Looking forward to talking next week. All right. See you guys. God bless. Uh, Yep.